in prayer for the 8th of March 2023. It's amazing how the year is galloping along very quickly. So, Father, we just ask as we look at Samuel this morning and how you taught him to hear your voice, that there may be something in here. I know there will be something in here uh, to speak to us about in terms of uh, attuning our ears more into seeing more in the spirit and understanding more that which you have for us in Jesus name. Amen. Well, uh, here we go. I, I, yeah, I've been reading this myself a couple of times this week. There's been just some stuff that's really stood out to me uh, from this. So it would be fascinating to hear how God speaks to you this morning through 1 Samuel 3, 1 to 10. It says, The boy ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, Here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. But Eli says, I did not call. Go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Again, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. My son, Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. A third time the Lord called Samuel, and Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, Go and lie down, and if he speaks if he calls you, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there, calling as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, speak, for your servant is listening. Mm. I struck by this, the Lord came and stood there. He must have seen Samuel face to face. Samuel must have seen God face to face. Mm. Hey, Kerry, welcome. Good morning. Hey, this is uh, You Are My Daily Bread. Keeping my heart steady 
I love that song. It's by the Praise and Worship guys here in Brisbane, uh, which is great. We will seek your face before we seek your hand. And this morning, that's what it's about, is seeking the face of God. The question I had for today is, God, is there something you want to tell me about the future? Because um, 1 Samuel 3 then goes on to say what the conversation was that the Lord had with Samuel. And he was telling him, uh, God was telling him about what was coming up in the future. And I just wondered whether God wanted to prepare us for something. Well, let's go into our 20 minutes of silence and, um, yeah, speak, Lord. Your servants are listening to you. Carol, let's go with you. What did God speak to you about this morning? What did God speak to me about this morning? Um, right, well, when you were playing, you know, um, My Daily Bread, uh, I just looked back at the um, uh, right at the last verse in chapter two. It says, "Put me, I pray you, in one of the priests' place, that I may eat a morsel of bread." And I went, "Okay, all right, what's that about?" And um, I just felt that. Um, you know, there was that, right, that desire to be a priest for the Lord, priest of the Lord, and, right, and he would provide something. Then I went through and, right, I just um, got to the place where it's, right, you know, sort of, Samuel goes, here am I, you called me, you know, go and lie down. Um, but then, right, it was speak for thy servant hears. So when, when you ask the Lord to speak to you, he will. So I did, um, <laughs> and uh, he told me what he wanted me to do, yeah. And that was clear, like you don't have to tell me what it was, but you felt it was very clear what he was saying to you? and Totally, totally. Carol, I love that simple face. <laughs> you know, he speak and he will and he does. Uh, that's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. That's good. Keith Stewart, let's uh, let's go to you. You'll need to unmute. Hey, morning, everybody. Um, yeah, look, okay, the first impression I had when I kind of found it last night was that the Lord was going to be restoring um, the hearing of his voice to his body. Yes. I just really think that's just wonderful. Um, and, of course, uh, he's going to restore that to the body so that um, um, we have a, a greater sense and an awareness of his anointing uh, and more so because he's going to show us the way forward through persecution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be specific, I believe that God's going to show us. 
to meet the challenges. Um, the restoration of the hearing of the voice of God for ourselves, for the laity, not yeah. for not just as a whole, and that he and like even when you talk about in the specifics of persecution, but just generally is mm. God will give you the instructions where you're at, no matter what you're going through. He yeah. will guide you and direct you through that. Yeah. The, the, the other thought was um, from First Samuel three nineteen, um, the, the Lord established Samuel as prophet, so he let none of his words fall to the ground. I just love that. <coughs> Samuel, he gave the word of God to everybody, which was amazing. Um, yes, yeah, so Samuel continued to grow and the Lord was with him. None of his prophecies fell to the ground unfulfilled. Can you imagine? That, like, I doubt there's many prophets can say that today. Yeah. None of their prophecies fell to the ground unfulfilled. Yeah. It just shows the intimacy that God's calling us to. Yeah. Amen. Um, Sorry. Wow. That's good. Thanks, Stuart. Sue, let's let's go out west. The words of the song, we will seek your face before we seek your hand. That really struck me in that. Um, and to me the importance of asking God to speak to me throughout the day and to be prepared to listen to him and to be expecting him to speak to me throughout the day Um, Samuel ministered before the Lord he was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was he was in God's presence but he hadn't heard his voice and I just think I can be in God's presence when I'm spending time with him, but not actually hearing his voice. So again, the importance of asking him. And it said the lamp of the Lord had not yet gone out. And I think there will be a time when God's lamp will go out in the world. So there's an urgency to hear his voice and to obey him now. I see the comment that you can be in God's presence but not hear his voice. How many times do we go to church or to we sit in worship music or we know that God is here but we actually don't take the time to ask him to speak to us mm-hmm. at that time and then we can ask him when we're in his presence. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> oh, that's very good. So okay, Sue. So application. What does what does this mean for you now? How will life change? I will always be asking God to speak to me. I will be expecting Him to speak to me. I will be listening out for what He's saying to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 like we've got to position ourselves for that, isn't it? Like Samuel was, he was in like in where the ark of the the ark was. So when we're there, we can hear God's voice speak. So when we, yeah, we're positioning ourselves for that. Yeah, it's really good to see. Yeah. So Verity, let's go to you. Thanks, Wes. Boy, 
<laughs> you might you were right. There were things in there I wasn't expecting to stand out that stood out. <laughs> Amazing. So I've just written those down as I've as I've been thinking it through because I actually read it through seven times, which I often don't get time to do. So the word of the Lord is rare. That I thought today, the Lord, word of the Lord is definitely rare. And there are not many visions. Not many visions. And the lamp of the God has not gone out. So just as someone just mentioned. So rest in my presence and as I lead you and reveal to you more of myself, just be open and say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And then learn to wait and to listen. I am faithful and I will come. And that just reminded me, the word Shema, I looked up the word Shema since I've been watching the chosen, I wanted to know, we wanted to know what it meant. And it means hear and obey. <laughs> That's huge. So, yes, so listen and then wait and then obey. Wait until you hear it and then obey. And the other thing that we learned in um, Transform Prayer Course, when God speaks three times, it's an absolute fact that can't be changed, and he spoke three times to Samuel. Well, actually it was four. Yes. <laughs> I missed one, sorry. Yeah, because, like, he called him three times, but then, and Samuel went to Eli, but then he called right. the fourth. And then, so, so, okay. yeah, I know, because right. I, I went through it and I counted those two, and I think, Hang on, it was actually four times. Sorry about that. No, no, no it's okay. <laughs> Is it, it must be more than an absolute fact then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. Um, actually, Verity, you, you raised something that I've been pondering a bit lately is, like, while I lo- absolutely love what we're doing here, I wonder whether God is wanting us to go to another place with this. Mm-hmm. And that place is obedience. Like, I've mm-hmm. been... Listening to somebody else lately was talking about, okay, we're seated in heavenly places, you know, and we're listening to God and talking to God. But then it's about, okay, uh, thy thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Like that as we listen and then obey, Mm -hmm. we're actually bringing the kingdom of God Mm -hmm. to the place where God is wanting it to be. And and I've been pondering that a lot lately. So that obedience is, is not just, like sometimes we look at that and think, uh, oh, like I have to do this, you know, but it's actually a joy to do it. But the other mm-hmm. thing is, is actually releasing the kingdom of God into Absolutely. the sphere when we, so yeah. I've been pondering that. So thank you. For yeah, that's right. Great. And probably one other thing about that is that once I've finished listening prayer, I don't always go back to see what I've been writing. And I'm thinking I'm hearing but I'm not actually being obedient to go back and see what it is yeah. that the Lord's saying to me. Yes. So I really have to feel like today he said that to me, that I need to go back and look at what he said during the week and ponder that more rather than going on with what else I'm reading or doing or whatever. So there you go. So hear and obey. <laughs> yes. Um, so I, I have, uh, you know, because I've printed off and I keep this on my desk and I have been learning to do that to go back to it numerous times during the week and say, okay, God, what did you say? What else is there you want to speak to me about? Because it's like today is actually the third time I've gone through this this week with a group of people. And every time I've learned something more. 
there's an invitation to go deeper uh, all the time. Yeah, this is amazing. Thank you. Fiona, let's um, go to you. Morning, everybody. Um, I, I, I'm trying not to get into a pattern of panic when I first <laughs> look at this, read it and go, oh, well, God, you've got to do something because I've got nothing. So um, <laughs> this was interesting today. Um, before I start, I um, there's a saying that I used to have with my kids, um, and if we were in a situation of danger or potential threat, um, because we travelled a lot when they were little and we also travelled through uh, different countries, people didn't speak the language, uh, that we spoke. Um, my code word to the kids when I wanted them to put on um, alert eyes was stay close. So I just wanted to preface my thing, like God directly spoke to me about staying close. And when you stayed close, it meant that you walked close, like you walked directly behind your parent or you held hands with them or with each other and you were ready to respond and you moved together. So that's my preface. Stay close for us as a family meant that. So I didn't have to go into this massive explanation. We just, I just would say to them, stay close. Everyone went, and then we moved on together. So uh, this is what God said to me this morning. I looked up, perceived, become aware or conscious of something, come, come to realise or understand, interpret or regard in a particular way. Looked at that as a definition. Then Pushing closer to me, when I say something clearly to your heart, remember, obedience will mean more clarity. Do you want to seek my face? Do it with all your heart. The feeling of vagueness and anxiety, which I've really had, about 2023 has been given to you for a reason. Stay close. Remember what you used to say to your kids in situations where this was needed. Stay close. Stay close to me, the great I am. Be aware, keep your eyes wide open, throw off sin, push into the teaching I've given you. Decisions you make in this year will impact you for a long time. Stay close, stay close. Don't stay in a place of anxiety, but use it as a springboard to return to me and worship at my feet. Remember whose you are. Um, Don't stay anxious. This anxiety has a purpose. Words will be meaningful and weighty when they come from me. You will need to speak in many situations where you're not comfortable, but I will be there and I've gone ahead of you. Stay close. So, uh, yeah, that was super important to me. I read the whole context of, um, yeah, no problem, Kerry. (laughs) Um, I read uh, around the um, chapter a little bit and really um, when Samuel was first coming into this, hearing and obeying, he was asked to obey in a very tough situation because he was about to tell Eli what was going to go down and it was savage and it was bad. And my feeling of anxiety is I kind of read around that again, just heightened. (laughs) So I was like, okay, God, (laughs) this whole thing. of So the stay close for us was like, yes, there's potentially danger or potentially big things could go down. So I really feel like God is... um, has been trying to prepare and warn um, for this year. I feel like um, many of the lessons learned from the COVID years are being pushed into the background and we are returning to complacency and apathy. And I really feel like there's a call for us to stay close. So that's what I had this morning. 
That's really good. Thank you, Fiona. See, you know, there's a high in it. Sometimes when we feel that anxiety, there's a reason for it. You know, and God is saying, hey, be aware of this. Come back to me. Ask me. Talk to me about it. And, uh, and then go from there. So, no, that's that's really good. Stay close. I can hear those words echoing. Uh, it's good. Shani, let's, let's go to you. Right. Um, I was pondering about your questions about what you're preparing. And um, also, I will look at the relationship between Eli or Samuel. Sometimes it can be a Samuel that you don't know the way. And now you kind of like be away like Eli, like, oh, that's actually the Lord speaking. So I asked the question. Um, what are you, Lord, is there something I should be preparing for in this? Was I asked. And um, yeah, he speak and it's like, I feel like this is also for all of us. We are here for a while now. My children, prepare to lead the way. Prepare to teach others to listen to me. Prepare to free them from religion way. Prepare to set them on fire for me. Prepare to receive me and receive what is your portion all along. Prepare to soak me in deep within me and prepare to see me big time. Prepare to be blown away by my extravagant love that never ends. Be prepared. Get ready. I cannot hide you under a bucket. You are my light after all. You are here to shine my lights out, to bring me out the God of color in the world, and not just the black and white. You are my light, light bearer. So do not think I'm going to hide you under the buckets, do you? My light child that are shining me and buzzing my voice and sound. So be prepared to keep buzzing me out. Get ready to shine bright like a diamond with God. And God, after all, is not a secret to be kept, but to be shared. And buzz light here. This could be prepared to bust it out. I say in that too is, you know, Eli helped Samuel to hear the voice of God, you know, and that that is one of our roles is to help others. And I know I've had a number of conversations over the last couple of days with people that rung me or taught, and I've seen them or spoken to them. And I said, I think God is trying to te- speak to you here. Go back to him. And ask him that. So it's a key role for us to play. So well done. Thank you. Jackie, let's go to you. Good morning, everybody. Um, Um, Yeah, so I looked at the chapter before with, you know, how God spoke to Eli. And um, God confirmed to Samuel what he already spoke to Eli. So there was consistency there. And I feel God is a God of patterns. You know, he... He's very consistent and and also there was a sense of a changing of the guard. It was a changing or a generational change, a changing of the guard. Um, however, Samuel still needed someone to train him. You know, we all need a mentor or a leader to show us the way. Uh, but then there was a changing of, of the guard later where it was Samuel who became the leader. You know, he was the one leading the way. Um, but yes, we all need I, I, that sense of we all need discipleship um, by someone who's trained and trained to hear the voice of God. And the other thing I thought was interesting, Samuel was very quick to obey Eli. Like he jumped up. You actually see how he says um, he ran. <laughs> Is that 
he every time he he, he got up or oh, i don't know if i saw ran but anyway he got yes, up yeah, he, ran. Did. Yeah. he ran he ran to eli so he was a very obedient um trainee uh which was different to eli's sons which i thought was very interesting he was very uh disciplined he was an obedient a quick to, he was obedient in his heart he had a very different heart to eli's sons who unfortunately missed out you know on the um you know where god had the yeah anyway the call of god they missed out because of their lack of obedience to the father eli um and obviously then to god so it's quite interesting so for me it's about a posture of the heart and then god started speaking to me about you know what when i asked what should i be preparing for he was saying prepare the ground prepare the environment around you create the space uh for me to speak train your ear uh, and tune into the voice of god so you can hear clearly that clarity of hearing will help make you a fine voice to speak um so it's that sense of tuning in leaning in focusing um to write and capture everything down just like samuel did you know and then he became a voice for the nation and he got up what god saying he wanted me to be a voice for the nation as we've been saying on the call today and I, I actually interesting how we're talking about going back to the words God's previously spoken to us. I I I went back to the 14th of November when we had our one of our listening prayers and Megan Cross, I wrote down what she said. I have words for you to speak, words that will change lives. Come to me and I will tell you what to say. I thought it was very interesting. There's a pattern for us to hear today. God is speaking to us. Just like he's, you know, the patterns of speaking to Eli and Samuel, he's speaking to us um, and he confirms his word again and again. Um, it's a matter of, you know, um, what Verity was saying is hear and obey. And then I also wrote that day uh, from God, it is a season, I don't know if it was from me or someone else, but I've got here, it is a season of releasing the knowledge from heaven to do what I've called you to do. And I guess the final thing I wanted to say is for the last couple of months, God's been speaking to me very clearly about the five senses, um, you know, sight, hearing, um, the sound, tasting, etc. Be Oh, what's the fifth one? I can't remember. <laughs> Taste. Taste, that's right. And so far I'm up to voice. So it, it's so fascinating because I just keep hearing the word voice uh, in the first month, it was vision, and now it's voice. And, you know, voice only really comes from hearing. So, uh, yeah, I just feel this, I feel like there's something brewing that God, God, God is speaking so clearly today to us collectively <laughs> about hearing and obeying and also taking action. Um, yeah, so It's good. Uh, it's interesting. You, um, some of what Kerry was saying about the different ways you hear the voice of God, you know, and then we can sense him, we can hear him, we can taste him, we can, like, he's he's very real, yes, uh, to us. But the hearing and obeying is a big thing. And I, I think I'd like to add in reflection on what he said, which is what Verity was saying as well that to go back and say, hang on. This is what God says. Let's talk about it. Let's reflect on it, then put it into place. Um, it's good. Thanks so much, Jackie. Megan, you've already been mentioned once this one. <laughs>
Yeah, I never remembered that, but um, <laughs> your podcasts are great because I can actually take time to write down what people are saying. So I really enjoy your podcast. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, so um, the thing that came to me was the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation and just the grace we live in today with the Holy Spirit. We actually have God. Um, it was only priests that heard, but we all have the opportunity. And um, Samuel was in the right place. Moses, from last week, he was seemed to be in the right place. Uh, God had drawn him out to a place on the edge of the wilderness where he could hear him. And this week was the same where Samuel seemed to be in that place. Um, the song, Seeking God's Face Before We Seek His Hand, uh, and being in that place with my heart bowed down, not distracted, and the yearning to get alone with God. I've had a really big yearning to get alone with God. That has been something. Um, so when I looked at it last night, I um, got a, another prompting for writing. But when I was sitting this morning, I God gave me a dream he gave me just before I woke up. And it was to do with I'd come home to the farm and we lived on a peanut farm. And it was to do with harvesting. And what was happening was my brother was putting in heaps of peanut thrashes because he had a big harvest and really bad weather was coming. So they were getting in and they were harvesting. They were getting the crop harvested in one day. So I just had a sense of there's a big harvest, but there's bad weather. <laughs> so we've got to get the crop harvested in one. And it was really funny because um, it was I'd just come back home and it was, yeah, they, there were all these peanut thrashes and they were thrashing. And um, so that was what I got. And, um, yeah, so that was me for the morning. So, Hey, we've been speaking a bit about dreams this morning. It's, it's, there's a comment um, partly because of when Dean Briggs was in town last week, he talked about it's time to dream again. And mm-hmm. one of the things on um, Wednesday night, Stuart was there that day, a lot of people stood up and said, hey, I want to be grown and, learn more about dreams and and yeah so yeah that's fascinating so thank you megan trish last but not least yeah so um what i noticed first was that eli's eyes were dim yes and 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 that's often symbolic uh he was not a good priest and he was it there's no it, it looks like he was never much of a priest um, when you think about his lack of discernment with Hannah, uh, Samuel's mother, um, he, he saw in the flesh, he just thought she was drunk and, and when she was murmuring, he didn't discern that she was in the spirit. And, you know, maybe the reason the word of the Lord was rare was because Eli was insensitive to the spirit. Maybe if Eli had been really pressing into God, there might have been more of a word from God for the land because it was his job to do that. I don't know if that's the case, but I just wondered maybe it would have. Um, but it's a bit like us that that we need to be sensitive and often our first impression is a fleshly one and we make these judgments instead of wondering what the problem is behind something and asking and caring about the person. Um, and God replaced Eli's legacy with Samuel instead of his sons, very similar to Saul and David, but Eli's response was a lot more godly. Eli's was, shut up. Sorry, I meant to mute when I was going to say um, Eli's response was, well, so be it. He went, you know what, fair enough. 
and I and I do respect him for that. Um, unlike Saul, who was jealous of David, uh, and in terms of um, God speaking to me uh, and what's to come, it was about courage again. Uh, that Samuel Samuel shifted from uh, listening to like Eli was his source of learning his soul source because he had not yet learned to hear from God. Uh, And then there was a shift where he was to listen to God and speak what God was to give him. And we know from if you read on that he was frightened to give the word to Eli because it was about Eli's family's destruction. Um, And we can be reluctant to speak what God gives us not not that it's going to be negative but we need to be confident in you know not not worry too much about what people think and to step out and to have God as God and not mistake our submission to leaders as um you know it 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 can become a crutch and a and a um we need their approval more than God's. So it's, it's much easier to talk, you know, to get the approval of a person that uh, that it can become almost an idol that, that robs us of our responsibilities and our courage. So there's a spiritual laziness to deferring to a person over God because, you know, we've got to be accountable for what we do with God. So... Yeah, just to be bold and share the word and not think that's just for the leaders, it's it's for us too and, you know, people in front of us. So it's a little bit in there, but often God talks to me. I, I look very courageous, but often I'm, I'm um, I still have to have that courage to share the things that not everyone's necessarily going to agree with. Um, Tris, I think there's a, a real thing because there's a, like I can remember at different times, like I've been walking past someone and God says, you know, go mm. my word to that person. Like, God, I don't even know who that person is, you know, or, you know, I've been in two um, uh, kind of serious conversations with people the last couple of days and it's God's had me ask questions. I'm thinking, God, that's really, do I really want to ask that question? <laughs> because it, it's personal, it's probing. You know, mm. but it actually um, unlocked some stuff yeah. in them as well, you know, in doing that. So I get that, understand that. There's a respectful challenging. Um, yeah. because Eli didn't have anyone to challenge him. Yeah. And, and doing it, you know, for example, to do a book review of something that you think, some, there's one that I've read that I'm, I'm thinking this person is hugely influential and what he's advising is it's really some of it's great, but it's just not good in it. So things like that, and I'm thinking, oh, I just won't. But but then things come out and you think, well, everybody's got an opinion on that. Or they, you know, but the damage that it can do, and mm-hmm. I can things in a way that is gracious and encouraging um, so that, you know, yeah. I guess yeah. it's challenged with religion and without falling into that label of of oh you know you just you know you're not submissive or whatever and god what a what a blooming manipulative tool that one is but anyway so yeah god was just challenging me to have more confidence in what um what i have to offer and to share it 
respectfully. Yeah. Good. That's good. Thanks, Trish. Um, sorry, we have gone a little bit over today. So may, may, as you keep reviewing this and look back about what God has said to you and as you put it into practice and obey, that God, and as you position yourself in that, that God will constantly speak to you oh, and take you to the place he's calling you to go. So be blessed, guys, in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for today. Thank you. Thank you, Wes. Thank you. Thanks, Wes. Thank you.